Episode 117 of the State of the Old Republic podcast was originally recorded on December 8th, 2021. It's the State of the Old Republic podcast. This week on the show, Legacy of the Sith is officially delayed until February 2022. Details ahead. Also this week, I'll talk about some important changes on how choosing combat styles will work for existing players in 7.0. And speaking of combat styles, I'll reveal the winners of the Opal Viptilla giveaway and discuss your top combat style combinations. And finally this week, I'll give you some tips on how to prepare for Legacy of the Sith when it eventually comes out. And with that, it's time to make the jump to light speed. And cue the moron. Welcome to episode 117 of the State of the Old Republic podcast. I'm your host, Ted. As you heard in the opening, I have another great show lined up for you today. I was literally getting ready to fire up the microphone and record this episode when we got a bombshell of an announcement by SWOTOR's project director, Keith Kanig. The Legacy of the Sith expansion is now delayed until February 15th, 2022. Let's get into everything that's going on here. I want to start by reading Keith's statement that he posted, and here's what he had to say. We have made the difficult decision to delay the release of Legacy of the Sith to February 15th, 2022. Like many of you reading this, I personally cannot wait for the launch of our next expansion. I've greatly enjoyed my time exploring the depths of Manon, testing out new story and ability combinations with combat styles, and more during internal play tests. Legacy of the Sith is something the team has been hard at work on for quite a while, but as we get ever closer to launch, it is clear that we need a bit more time. We're focusing additional testing on the many areas we have changed throughout the game to deliver the experience we want and one that you deserve. In addition, during our public test server, your feedback was invaluable in helping us to shape this expansion. Outside of story content, to avoid spoilers, the majority of the expansion and its features will be returning to the PTS for all subscribers this week. We're thrilled to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Star Wars The Old Republic with all of you over the next year with Legacy of the Sith and more. Okay, deep breath here. February 15th is quite the delay. The expansion was going to launch a week from today. can't imagine that they woke up on Monday and discovered a thing that was so game-breaking as to warrant a two-month delay. And in fact, Jackie Coe stated as much when she provided additional information about the delay on the forums. Here is what she said. There isn't any significant bug or single issue that brought this decision about. Ultimately, we want to give the team more time to add polish and to find and fix bugs to ensure we release 7.0 at maximum quality. We also want to do more to include all of you in that process. We're very excited to have this chance to share more on the PTS 
so that we can get your feedback and show you some of the changes that have already been implemented based on your past feedback. As mentioned, the team has been working really hard to create Legacy of the Sith, and they deserve a chance to rest and recharge. Our chosen time frame will allow the team to take a meaningful holiday break and still have significant polish time before release. Let me just say, as someone who has been managing software developers throughout this pandemic, breaks are good and breaks are important. So I'm glad the folks at BioWare are pumping the brakes here. As for the state of the expansion, I know from my own experience that the PTS never looked polished. And I realize that internally the devs are several builds ahead of what they delivered to the PTS, so it's hard to know the true state of the game, but we never got a finished version of the user interface. The character creation screen was halfway done. The character sheet was halfway done. The combat abilities UI was peppered with WIPs everywhere. WIP stands for work in progress. The user interface we were given to test was not done. I also feel like the complaints levied against combat styles and abilities were never really addressed, and we never got to see the whole system in place. I don't recall having any characters on the PTS that could have more than one combat style. I also don't think the loadout system was ever made available for testing. I have no idea if that was ready to go. So yes, I'm sad we won't get to see the new expansion for a while, but expansions come and go. Name any prior expansion for Star Wars The Old Republic, and I'm pretty sure you're tired of playing it. And the day will come where we will find ourselves bored to death with Legacy of the Sith. So based on what I saw on the PTS, the expansion was not ready. And I did wonder how we were going to go from the PTS to a final product on December 14th. Well, now we know that we aren't, and I look forward to getting back on the PTS and seeing the expansion come together. Now, there is an impact to the current game as a result of this delay. Starting with Conquest, Bioware said that the Total Galactic War will be included in the Conquest rotation and will run on the following dates, December 21st, January 4th, and January 18th. And of course, the biggest relevant change is Personal Conquest will be requiring 100,000 points instead of 50,000 points, which is something you'll have to keep in mind for the Conquest that will begin on February 8th. The ranked PvP Season 14 rewards are tied to 7.0, which means the current season will continue as is and end on February 15th. Ranked PvP rewards aren't the only re rewards tied to 7.0. Life Day will run from December 14th to January 11th with the current rewards. The 10-year anniversary event will be running for a full year from December 14th through January 2023. All the existing anniversary awards will be available on the vendor. And then the new planned awards will be added to the vendor in February with 7.0. And this includes the contest winning decorations. There will be some additional events happening as well, starting with a double XP event, which will run from December 20th through January 4th. And additionally, the Feast of Prosperity event will return on January 11th and end on February 1st. And if you're wondering about Galactic Season 2, well, that's tied to 7.0, so we won't see that until February 15th. It will be on the PTS. And lastly, the R4 Anomaly Operation will still launch after the release of Legacy of the Sith, as originally planned. It's part of Game Update 7.1, 
and it will be on the PTS once the 7.0 testing cycle ends. So there you have it. Legacy of the Sith is delayed until February 15th, 2022, but arriving this week to a PTS near you. days prior to the announcement that Legacy of the Sith is getting delayed, Bioware posted some important information on how choosing combat styles will work for existing characters. In a perfect world, we would log on to SWOTOR 7.0 and begin the process of selecting our combat styles on our current characters. Well, as we all know from the expansion delay, Star Wars The Old Republic is anything but a perfect world. If you recall, last episode I talked about some of the things you should take into consideration when choosing your combat styles for existing characters, and I suggested that one approach is to just keep your existing advanced class as your first combat style, and then figure out what you want for your second. Well, it turns out that's exactly how combat styles will work for existing characters in 7.0. Here is what Jackie Coe said about that on the forums this past week. We originally planned to allow players to switch their primary combat style with existing characters upon loading up 7.0. Unfortunately, we discovered some technical hurdles that will prevent us from supporting that, so upon login, existing characters will maintain their existing advanced class, which will be converted into their first combat style, and eligible players will still be free to choose their second combat style. Now what Jackie meant by eligible players is subscribers. Yes, the option to have a second combat style on your characters is restricted to subscribers only. Chris Schmidt took to the forums as well and went on to clarify how exactly things will work if you subscribe and then let that subscription lapse. According to Chris, in short, your second combat style will become unusable, including its loadouts. If your subscription lapses, your usable combat style will be the one you last logged out on when the cancellation hits your account. This means that if you log out on your primary combat style, you will continue to be able to play with that one and its loadouts. If you log out on your secondary combat style, you will continue to be able to play with that one and its loadouts. Essentially, whichever combat style is active when your sub lapses is the one you will continue to use when you log back in. We also got some additional clarification on how things will work for existing Force-based characters. And here's what Chris said about that. We wanted to give Force Origin Story players some choice when 7.0 releases. So all pre-7.0 Force characters that have opposite alignment to their current class will be given the option to swap their primary combat style to the opposite aligned equivalent upon logging in post-7.0. This means if you are a Jedi Knight or Jedi Consular and have at least one dark side point away from zero, you will be given this choice. Likewise, if you are a Sith Warrior or Sith Inquisitor and have at least one light side point away from zero, you will be given this choice. This will be regardless of any legacy unlocks or otherwise. 
What this means is if you are a Jedi Guardian and your character is leaning towards the dark side, you will be able to switch your primary combat style to Juggernaut. You won't be able to switch to Marauder, Sorcerer, or Assassin. You would be able to choose one of those for your secondary combat style if you've completed Act 3 of your origin story or have unlocked the Dark 5 Legacy Achievement. The reverse is true for Sith characters. A Sith warrior could swap to Guardian if they lean towards the light side and can choose Jedi combat styles for their secondary combat style if they've completed Act 3 of their origin story or have unlocked the Light 5 legacy achievement. So how big of an impact is this? Well, it's going to vary from person to person, but it's not small. If you're not a subscriber, then it's almost like this feature doesn't exist at all. Your characters will be practically the same in 7.0 as they are today. If you are planning to rework some of your favorite characters, that's not going to happen. A bounty hunter that is a commando slash operative can only happen on a new character. I think this is an unfortunate circumstance as the full power and fun of combat styles only comes into play when creating new characters, which for me is limiting as I can only do that on a server that I don't play much on. That doesn't mean I won't have any characters with the combinations I was hoping for, I'll just have less variety with my existing characters than I was expecting. In the end, I'm still coming out ahead. In 6.0, I have 5 commandos. In 7.0, I'll have 11. In 6.0, I have 2 assassins. In 7.0, I'll have 5. The same is true for almost every advanced class. In 7.0, I'll have more of everything with just the characters I have now. Of course, that's just me, but how about you? Well, as you know, last episode I announced a contest to give away some Boptilla mounts to you, my awesome listeners. To enter, all you had to do was tell me your top three combat style combos for Legacy of the Sith. The contest ended on December 1st, winners were selected randomly, and they were all notified via email. Originally, I was going to select three winners, but I was able to do five. For those that didn't win, don't worry, I'll be doing more of these giveaways throughout 2022, so please stay tuned for that. As to the winners and their responses, well, congratulations go out to Emmy, whose three combinations were Commando, Sniper on an Agent, Sentinel, Assassin on a Consular, and Powertech Operative on a Trooper. Congratulations to Alex, whose top three were Sage Guardian on a Jedi Knight, Assassin Marauder on a Sith Inquisitor, Sniper Commando on a Trooper. Our third winner was Jesse, who likes Sage Guardian on a Jedi Consular, Gunslinger and Mercenary on a Smuggler, and Power Tech and Operative on a Bounty Hunter. Operative is a nice choice in general, but it's especially nice for a bounty hunter so you can use that Mandalorian-themed rifle. I plan to have one or two bounty hunters with the operative combat style myself. And our bonus winners were Katie, who liked Assassin and Marauder for a Sith Inquisitor, Guardian and Shadow for a Jedi Knight, and Mercenary and Scoundrel for a Bounty Hunter. The other bonus winner was Jane, who liked Mercenary and Operative for a Smuggler, Shadow and Sorcerer for a Jedi Knight, and Sniper Power Tech for an Imperial Agent. Congratulations to all of the winners. Now, there were some other great responses 
that I received from entrants as well. And here are some of those. Todd liked an agent with a scoundrel and sniper styles. He liked a Jedi Knight with Shadow and Sentinel and a smuggler with Gunslinger and Mercenary. Sven liked a Jedi Knight with a Sorcerer and Marauder, an Inquisitor with a Sage and Power Tech, which actually you can't do that when you can't mix and match the Force combat styles and the Tech combat styles, so that won't work on your Inquisitor. And then for the Imperial Agent, Sven liked Sniper and Gunslinger. Skyhammer liked uh, Sentinel Sage, uh, did not reveal a uh, base class for that. Also liked a Vanguard and Mercenary on a Trooper and Marauder and Guardian on a Sith Warrior. Dave's top three choices were Sniper and Operative on an Imperial Agent, Shadow and Sage on a Consular, and Mercenary and Commando on a Trooper. Eddie likes Scoundrel and Mercenary for a Smuggler, Mercenary and Commando for a Bounty Hunter, and Marauder and Sork for a Warrior. Z liked Commando and Mercenary on a Trooper, Guardian and Shadow on a Jedi Knight, and Power Tech Commando for a Bounty Hunter. Sky's top three choices were Mercenary and Power Tech on a Bounty Hunter, Operative and Vanguard on an Agent, Sork and Assassin on a Jedi Knight. Bill liked Assassin and Sork on an Inquisitor, Mercenary and Operative on a Bounty Hunter, Sniper and Mercenary on an Agent. Astolfo liked Scoundrel and Mercenary on a Smuggler, Marauder and Shadow on an Inquisitor, and Operative and Commando on a Bounty Hunter. Miriam's choices were Mercenary and Power Tech, but for a Trooper, a Guardian and Assassin for a Warrior, and Operative and Mercenary on an Imperial Agent. Lance liked a Jedi with a Sentinel and Shadow combat styles, a Bounty Hunter with Vanguard and Mercenary, and a Jedi Counselor with Sorcerer with a Sork and Guardian. And the last of the bunch was Riku, who liked Mercenary and Scoundrel on an Imperial Agent. And then, then they had Power Tech and Sentinel on a Jedi Knight. Again, Sentinel, yes. Power Tech, not going to happen. And then Gunslinger on Sork, Sork on a Sith Inquisitor. And again, Sork, obviously acceptable. Gunslinger on an Inquisitor, nah, can't happen. So again, congratulations to the winners, and thanks for all of you who submitted an entry. I'm sorry some of you didn't win, but your chances were really good, and I will be doing more giveaways in the new year. So, big changes to how selecting a combat style will work for existing characters. I know it's not ideal, but it's not game-breaking for me, and based on your responses, it's not entirely game-breaking for you either. And now that the expansion has been delayed, maybe the developers will find a way to allow us to choose our primary combat style on existing characters when Legacy of the Sith launches on February 15th, 2022. Well, 
if you're like me, then you spent more than enough time picking out your combat style choices. So let's consider that pre-expansion to-do list item sufficiently checked off, shall we? Whether the expansion is one week away or now two months away, there are a few things you might want to consider getting done before 7.0 drops. Now, the first is getting caught up on the story, which might include leveling up some characters. There's a good chance that in order to start the Legacy of the Sith story, you will need to be level 75 or very close to it and have completed the full Onslaught story. This means Onderon and Mekshaw, as well as the Echoes of Oblivion, the Mandalorian story, and that recent business on Dantooine. And remember, before you can start Onderon, you have to complete Osis. I'm hoping that requirement will be waived in 7.0, but I don't think we know anything for sure right now. Now, if you want to guarantee that you'll be able to jump straight into Legacy of the Sith story, it's best to be level 75 and up to date with all of Onslaught's storylines. If you are an achievement hound, there are some achievements that will be converted to feats of strength in 7.0. Galactic Renown is going away, and there are achievements for getting all eight classes to Renown 300, as well as an insane one for reaching Renown 999 on a character. In Legacy of the Sith, you will no longer be able to get those, so this is your last two months to get those done now. There are achievements for collecting the various armor sets introduced in Onslaught. You'll still be able to get those sets and thus the achievements, but it, but it will be much harder to do in Legacy of the Sith. Right now, you can buy the specific pieces with tech fragments. In 7.0, you'll be at the mercy of Kai Zykin's random offerings. And speaking of tech fragments, you might want to stock up on those before 7.0 releases. They won't be needed to get new gear, but they will be used to get tacticals, don't know if there are any new ones coming, and possibly materials for augments. There won't be any new tiers of augments or kits when 7.0 arrives, but you will still be able to use the current augments and kits on the new gear. And remember, the new gear will not be moddable, so if you want to augment that gear, you're going to need new kits. There are a couple of systems that are going away. The first is the dark side, the light side system that had the world bosses and awarded tokens and allowed you to earn dark and light points through various activities. When 7.0 launches, you will no longer be able to earn those tokens. If there's something you're looking to buy from those vendors, now is the time. Bioware did say that the ability to earn tokens will return in a future update post 7.0. Also going away is the social system. Well, it's not going away, but it's changing to be group finder and achievement oriented and not points oriented. So you can either stop grinding social entirely until 7.0, or you can grind like mad on characters that are close to maxing out. And of course, you now have two more months to work on your social points. And lastly, if you run Conquest and are in a guild, which is pretty much everybody, you will need to earn 100,000 conquest points on your participating characters in the week leading up to the release of the expansion, which till a couple of days ago was this week, but now that will be the week of February the 8th. And those are really, I think, the big ticket items you want to try and get done before Legacy of the Sith arrives, which would have made this a very hectic and frantic week. But of course now, hey, you got two months to get this done. So good luck with all 
of that. And that's the state of the Old Republic for today. Let me cut in the sublight engines and cue the music and congratulate you on surviving another half hour listening to episode 117 of the State of the Old Republic podcast. I'm your host, Ted, and I thank you for tuning in. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and Buzzsprout. You can also listen to the show directly from the show's site, which is SOTORpodcast.com. And there is an RSS feed where you can subscribe to the podcast directly. If you have a question for the show, you can email me at SOTORpodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet your questions too at SOTORpodcast or send me a direct message. And be sure to follow me on Twitter to get the latest information on the show. Look for episode 118 soonish. Until then, remember the Sith code. Take this one.